You're listening to All Things Crime, brought to you by Abject Entertainment. Be sure to check out some of the other great true crime podcasts from this network, including The Murder in My Family, Missing Persons, DNA ID, Scene of the Crime, Three Men and a Mystery, and Zodiac Speaking. All of these podcasts are available for you to binge on right now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe where you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Warning. All Things Crime is a true crime production that may contain violent or disturbing material. Viewer or listener discretion is advised. It's pretty amazing that left to their own devices, uh, kids especially, will rapidly deteriorate into just the basic survival mode. And uh, ironically, many, many adults are not far from that. And I think uh, as society breaks down, uh, well, shoot, we've already seen it. You know, if you think about the very beginning of, of this whole COVID thing, think about what happened when people thought for some insane reason that they were going to run out of toilet paper. Oh my Lord, you would have thought that it was life or death for some of these people to get as much toilet paper as they could possibly get. And if they didn't gather a uh, hundred rolls of, or hundred packages of toilet paper, then life as they knew it was going to end. Hey guys, it's Jared here. I am out in the San Francisco Bay Area and I'm out here on a trip. Uh, We had a training and then a demo of the MVAC and I thought I'd also make a quick all things crime episode and wrap up my series, The Evil, The Beast, and The Buffet. So I know some of you have been really anticipating, um, you know, the final chapter of the episode of this and so wanted to get this knocked out and you know, I think enough things are happening that uh, we can really understand uh, my thoughts about what the beast and the buffet are now. I, I hope everything has made sense on the different levels of evil. And uh, you can actually apply those and, and see all the different things that's happening in society and around the world to really understand, uh, you know, where this evil is coming from and, and what's uh, inspiring it and kind of categorize things. But you know, the, the interesting thing about uh, evil itself is a lot of times, rather than just creating evil and, you know, you see acts of evil, there's almost a lack of goodness. And uh, the third level of evil, that kind of, uh, you know, there's, there's no, numerous ways to unleash the beast. And the third level of evil does that. And unleashing the beast can happen either directly or indirectly uh, through inaction. And I think uh, depending on who the person is or who who the type of person is, they will unleash the beast 
in different ways. And um, I, I think both of them are equally damaging. But um, anyway, let's get into it. So, you know, the beast really is anything that has the potential to get out of control that deprives people of their freedoms and agency. And again, all of this is really about agency. What choice do you as an individual have to make your own decisions, to make your own path in life, to make your own um, decisions about your family and your career and your future and what you spend your money on? You know, those are all individual decisions that you should have the freedom to choose however you want to spend it. If you earn the money, you should be able to spend it however you want. Uh, There's some people that disagree with you. And frankly, those people, uh, depending on your level of resistance, they will ratchet up their efforts to deprive you of that uh, more and more and more, depending on, um, you know, how determined you are to maintain your freedoms. So let's, uh, let's talk about this a little more. Um, and, and I think it might help you um, understand kind of my thought process behind this. And if you guys have any kind of um, disagreements with it, hey, I want to hear it. You know what? And, and also, I would love it if you guys would subscribe to either this video cast, if you're, if you're watching this on, on YouTube or Rumble, uh, or if you're listening to this on a podcast, Make sure to subscribe and like it and uh, share it. That'd be awesome. I'd really appreciate it. So, okay, let's talk about um, really the beast. So I think the best way to describe it is really if you think about the, the movie or the book Lord of the Flies. So essentially what that's about, and it kind of started, uh, the author originally wrote it as just almost like a post-World War II so Britain was being bombed and these these kids were fleeing the island and they were in a plane and a plane crashed and uh, I just, I don't know, out in the Caribbean or something out there somewhere where that's kind of a uh, jungle island and the, the kids like prepubescent, early teenager, you know, 12, 13, 14 year olds were the only ones that survived. Well, Throughout the movie, especially, it depicts how these kids immediately started moving to a tribal system and how they started uh, dividing up and almost going into different sects. And um, now they did establish some rules and established, you know, it was requirement to, as they're kids, of course, so it was a requirement to have some fun. It was a requirement to um, obviously survive, but one of the main requirements was they need they re- recognized that they needed to be rescued, and so they wanted to set a fire and have this fire burning twenty four seven, so that if any ships passed the island, they would be be um, recognized and be able to be rescued. Well, as the movie progressed these kids became more and more carnal and uh, society, their society that they had set up, which initially started very um, inclusive, very, um, everybody was part of the tribe. You know, they, they found a big conch shell. And so the shell, whoever had the shell was able to talk and everybody else was, was supposed to be quiet while this person, whoever held the shell 
was speaking and uh, but then yeah and and everybody had responsibilities everybody was contributing well really very quickly a lot of the kids started being lazy they weren't contributing they weren't trying to find food they weren't helping build shelter they weren't gathering water they were they weren't doing the basic things that was required to you know to contribute to their society and it's interesting that that's really uh, the natural man. That's really, if you boil it all down to it, short of kids that are really hungry, they will get lazy. And, you know, we see it every day. I mean, I've got kids that if I didn't actually, assi you know, assign them chores, my wife and I, and if we didn't enforce those chores, uh, there's, there's Saturday mornings where, you know, We'll, we'll assign the chores and then we got to check on them multiple times. They, I, honestly, if they just buckle down, they could be done with their chores in 10, 15 minutes. I'm Mike Morford and I've been researching the Zodiac case for years. Zodiac, just the name. It sounds sinister. It inspires fear. The fact that a serial killer would give himself this moniker is disturbing. He would go on to taunt police by sending letters and codes to newspapers for years. And the attacks... They were something else altogether. If you were a young couple in a secluded area, you could easily be a target. And it wasn't just shootings on dark lovers' lanes. Zodiac would even attack with a knife in broad daylight while wearing an executioner-style hood. After a while, Zodiac changed tactics, and even lone cab drivers weren't safe. The Zodiac killer terrorized the San Francisco Bay Area and then vanished, but he left a lot of clues behind along the way. Clues that we're going to examine closely on the new podcast, Zodiac Speaking. New episodes of Zodiac Speaking come out every other Saturday starting March 13, 2021. Subscribe today wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. But it'll take them hours and hours to get it done and lots of whining and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so terrible. I got to vacuum the living room? Really? Is it, It's just horrible. I got to clean the bathroom? You know, the one that I pee all over, oh my gosh, that's uh, unbelievable. I can't believe I have to do all that. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing that left to their own devices, uh, kids especially, will rapidly deteriorate into just the basic survival mode. And uh, ironically, many, many adults are not far from that. And I think... Uh, it, as society breaks down, uh, well, shoot, we've already seen it. You know, if you think about the very beginning of, of this whole COVID thing, think about what happened when people thought for some insane reason that they were going to run out of toilet paper. Oh my Lord, you would have thought that it was life or death for some of these people to get as much toilet paper as they could possibly get. And if they didn't gather a uh, hundred rolls of, or hundred packages of toilet paper, then life as they knew it was going to end. I don't know what that was, but um, somewhere the rumor control got out of control. And, you know, but if you think about that, and, and also anytime there's scarcity, the, the society really has trouble maintaining its its order and even uh let's see back in the I, I can't remember what year it was actually but 
Cabbage Patch Dolls. Think about some of the videos that, that saw, we saw, uh, well, shoot, man, it seems like every Black Friday, somewhere there are, you know, there's a Walmart or a Target or some kind of a store that the minute that they actually open up their, um, open up their doors, it's like a flood of people come in and there are people literally fist fighting over a certain type, you know, transformer or a Cabbage Patch doll or a TV set, something. And it's like, are you people insane? What, what is so important that you would literally hit another person over a, a, a doll or over a toy that you think your kid has to have that Christmas or else that kid is just going to die? Well, that right there is, I don't know if we can name it this way, but it's basically the Lord of the, um, uh, Lord of the Flies syndrome where people will rapidly reduce themselves to almost, um, geez, almost just animals. And, you know, we've seen it. So it, many of you probably have examples that uh, I'm, I'm not bringing up and feel free to comment in the, uh, you know, in the, in the different, uh, under the podcast or video cast and, and comment and, and give me an example of things that you've seen where people will break down and it, it happens really fast. So that, that tendency that we have to break down to our very basics really fast, um, is what's really required. Um, well, because of that, that's why it's so important for society to have uh, rules that everybody agrees to and that there's actually people that are moral and just that enforce them. And that's really what uh, it, it boils down to why we need law enforcement, why we need leaders like politicians, mayors, whoever's uh, the leader of the tribe. Um, they have to be moral people. And most of the time, without believing in some kind of a higher power, most people can't function long-term without being accountable to uh, a higher power, which is why it's so important that, uh, especially like country governments like the United States, like if the, if the federal government completely takes God out of, uh, out, out of government, which lots of people are trying really hard to do, you know, they take uh, prayers out of schools. They, you know, it's just, it's insane. But when, when you do that and all you're doing is relying on man, uh, we know how fast man can break down and it can happen, uh, you know, depending on the urgency of the moment, you know, I saw videos of people literally fist fighting over toilet paper. So if you don't think it could happen, you know, right now we're in the middle of, um, uh, shortages, you know, we got all these ships that are sitting out, uh, off of the, uh, off of Long Beach and off of LA, you know, container ships with all these supplies and things. Some of it's, you know, just toys and crap, but, uh, some of it I guarantee is stuff that's going to be really important for society to function. And if that isn't, uh, delivered pretty soon and getting on trucks and put out in the stores. So if this, if the stores start, uh, becoming empty, you know, the shelves are empty. You watch what people do. And 
we're, we're going to see some crazy videos here in the next few months if this doesn't get fixed really fast. And uh, it's interesting that President Biden uh, had this meeting with uh, FedEx and UPS and these other shipping companies and Walmart. And uh, <clears throat> I hope these CEOs are smart and understand what's going on because, uh, in my opinion, that entire thing was set up for the Biden administration to turn around and blame these companies the shipping companies for this disaster as opposed to actually taking responsibility and and really um, moving it toward you know the the real reasons that this stuff's happening you know why all of a sudden there's a shortage of uh, supplies and and stuff that's going to be on the shelves you know right before Christmas um, yeah it's uh, it's ugly so some people are saying that it's, they, they're causing it because they want more pressure to pass this massive $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill. And, you know, I, I don't know about the veracity of that, but um, if that's the reason for it, oh, you know, that's just, that's a level of evil that uh, I'm not sure we've addressed yet, but it would definitely fit in that third level of evil. Thank you for listening to All Things Crime. We are so grateful for all of our listeners. If you enjoyed this, please give us a positive review so other people can find it as well. Have an amazing All Things Crime Day. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. The holidays are over, the new year is here, and the time to act is now. Expert private care at Recovery Centers of America will get you on the road to recovery today. At our award-winning and fully accredited treatment centers on the Eastern Shore and in Southern Maryland, you will be treated with compassion, dignity, and respect by our dedicated team of professionals. You will also benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, and the comfort of our outstanding facilities. Let us help you. We will answer your call 24-7 and can get you into treatment as soon as today. If outpatient care is right for you, you can receive a same-day assessment and attend therapy in person or virtually. And because we accept most private insurance plans, you get premium care without the premium price. Don't wait. Start your new year. Start your new life today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY.